We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. On this episode, we're going to be doing the MLB preview. It's our preview show. Everybody's in the hat. It's the most wonderful time. Nah, of she, the year. Don't disrespect Christmas. That, yo, Tim says this for like football previews. Like, nah, yeah. he sings nah, the same. No, I don't. Football and MLB. He sings the, the same ML, carol. No, the MLB is the best best time of the year because the best. The reason why the baseball is the best time is because at least in the Northeast, it also coincides with the warm weather, the spring. Spring is sprung. Yo, you know what I love about it is like spring March. is sprung. First day of spring, snow. Twelve inches. So, much, so much snow. Yo, but March Madness for like a month. Mm. And then it leads right into baseball. So this like month stretch is my favorite time of the sports season or of the calendar year, whatever you want. I'm to with call you because you also got WrestleMania too. So that's a that ass. That's hard. We got some matchups there too. We got some Ragers over we there. Yeah, I was I was uh I was inebriated uh, recently, and we just sat there and watched the best clips of the Rocks promos. Mm. Man, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> always a good time. That's a great always time, a good yeah. time. It is. Remember the the badass Billy Gunn one where he's like. And then God opened up the 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 heavens and said, "Bob, but my name is Billy. It doesn't matter what your <laughs> yeah. name is." That was amazing. The Rocks of Truth. His promos were game changes. <laughs> game changes. You got pink eye over there. What's going on? I don't on? know, yo. So I I need I, I worked this week for the first time in like three months with my pops, and uh, I slept for like an hour and a half, and my eyes been red ever since. About the blood vessel, huh? I don't know what it was. Yeah, he's fucked up. You oh, know get, how I get, get with my allergies? Yeah, 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 right. When I don't sleep at all, my eye Your just stays like that. Yeah. I mean, you're over there playing Fortnite ninety Yo. hours a day. Yeah, that could that'll be strain your eyes. Oh yeah, we had that'll a, do it. We had a delay before we started recording because we had to get that last rep in. It came in second though. Yeah, trash. I walk in next five feet from the TV with his. <laughs> I don't know how you play like that because your body's not centered. Like you're off to the side the way you sit. I like I'm, you know, I I play in numerous positions. I'm like sitting on the edge, <laughs> then I'm like I'm kneeling on my couch, and then I'm standing. 
It's all I about can't. the moment in the game, you know. Anyone I mean? who could play like Lying further down. further than four feet away from their TV is an act. I don't get it. Yeah, I have to be right fucking here and just trying to form a tumor in my skull. Also, MLB <laughs> the show. I know you guys just all got PS4s. Yes, I've had PS4. I bought it two years ago and I got my tax return strictly for that reason. Yo, Yo I know I know a lot of people that have PS4 just because of the just show. Just to the show. Yeah. I, I haven't played a, a a baseball game since MLB 2K6 with the swing stick. Oh, and I was yeah, like, yo, yeah. I fucking love this game. And then they stopped making them for like Xbox. We all have Xbox. And then I, this past Christmas, I bought Keith a PS4 for Christmas. He hasn't opened it out the box. And I was like, my gift now. I was like, bro, I'm taking this and I'm <laughs> playing the fucking show. And now I'm betting 380 in the minors. What's good? Nice. Yo, take I, guess pitch off. What's that? Take guess pitch off. I, yeah. I don't see, even see like use it though. I don't, I don't even know if I had it. Like, I don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's the rookie stuff. I just turned it on the last game. Yo, relax. Okay. I, We're, I'm out here. I got three dingers. 380 is impressive. It is. But I got to see your, your settings, you know? Crushing Where Frankie asked about the settings, Here's the thing. Too. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a good hitter. Yo, no one respects Can't run the base. video games, huh? Can't Bro, run the bases. 380 what's the, the speed, What's the speed looking like? It's not that great. That's probably why. Yo, I'm always stealing. No, but I can't. I like, like I, running the bases like I'm trash. Like when I, I First of all, when something gets hit into the gap, I don't know if it's like in the gap or if it's at the right fielder or some shit. Because it doesn't right? show yeah. me. So I'm like, I don't know if I should go home right now. <laughs> And so, I don't know, whatever. Yo, MVP baseball 2005, still the best game ever made. With Manny Ramirez on it? Uh, the, yeah, I mean, the, yeah. the most no, recent that was, one was 04. Pool holes. That was the one, no? right? That was the with, one. With Manny. Yo. Son, I thought 04 was Tessie, with Manny. Tessie, dropkick Murphy, come on. That's the one. That's the one. They need to bring that back. Because that was, that was, that was like an arcade style almost, like we can get a game in in an hour. The show, good game, it's baseball, but. That's why you got to play the story like two mode. Two and a half, two hours and 45 minutes. Nah, you go, you do this, you do the. Yo, hold on. Do you play an actual. To, to, to play a yeah, nine inning game against somebody? Oh, I would never do something. Nah. Like that. <laughs> it's not too like T ball rules, like five innings. It's like 45 minutes. Nah, no way. Yeah, bro. Bro, yeah, but if you, if you play the career mode, you only like participate in. When like, your player is up at bat yeah, like, or you're on base. Or if base. it gets hit at uh, you. Bro, okay. it's not career mode, it's road to the show. Road to the show. Uh, I put my guys a second baseman. Jose Santiago, because that's what everyone thinks my name is anyway. And then I moved him over to third base. Mm. No, I didn't move him. My Hot coach corner. moved me. And he also reprimanded me because I'm not good at stealing. Oh, Sorry, dude, coach. I was furious last year. Like I moved from first base to left field. And like I had to readjust my guy because at first base, I was like, yo, I'll make him a slick fielder. Don't have to worry about an arm or anything. I moved to left field. I have a noodle arm. And everyone's like <laughs> taking an extra base on me. I'm like, dude, why would you move me out here? And it was just like a waste. It took me forever to get to the majors. Yeah. Uh, anyway, speaking of baseball, uh, like I said in the beginning of the show, this is our uh, 2018 MLB preview where yeah, we're going to yeah. be going through each division, uh, giving you our winners, wild cards, and then league leaders for spitball, and then sort of predictions like MVP, Cy Young, shit like that. Uh, let's start in the in the AL, uh, the N- the AL East. Mm. So what do you guys have going on in the AL East? Close to uh, boss's heart over there. Yes. I'm ready. Why don't you start us off, boss? I know you're, you're I got, excited about this one. Surprise, I got the Yankees. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I got the Yankees winning the division. I mean, they obviously upgraded the lineup. They got, uh, you know, this guy, Giancarlo Stanton. Never heard of him. Anyone? NL MVP, reigning MVP. Yo, uh, he was on Sports Illustrated with no shirt on. Sexy guy. <laughs> Chiseled. I think Yo, we've had this conversation did you, did, before. Did you feel a little tingle? Yo, he's a hot dude. Man. <laughs> a little tingle. Yo, he's like 6'7", too. Yeah. Right? started vibrating. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> they got Neil Walker. Like they made a lot of depth moves, Brandon Drury, they brought in. So they made a lot of depth moves that beyond John Carlos Stanton, who everyone's talking about that bolstered their infield 
because going into the offseason, they didn't have a second baseman or a third baseman to start the year, and they kind of shored that up. Even though Greg Bird is hurt right now, um, they still have Tyler Austin in the minors, who they can recall. Uh, Neil Walker, who could, they could also put at first to run out there, and Tyler Wade, who is going to make the team out of camp, which is uh, impressive because he's a prospect. And he he arrived last year, but he didn't really do too well. He's got the speed, so if he can bring his bat up to major league level, he, he could be a problem. Uh, but, yeah, I, I like the Yankees to win it all. Their rotation is kind of sketchy, but if they get to July in first place or, you know, neck and neck with the Red Sox, they have the prospects to move to bring in a big arm like a Michael Fulmer or someone they could have bought in last year. So I like the Yankees, you know, Severino and Judge, mm. in my opinion. That's why I don't like people telling up the Yankees because they were rookies last year. So we've never seen them put together like back-to-back efforts or anything. So in my head, there's still question marks, but I think they'll be good enough to, you know, keep them in the running with the Red Sox for first place. And then ultimately at the deadline, they'll make a move to put themselves over. So I got the Yankees winning the division. I got the Red Sox in a wild card spot. Uh, they went out and got J.D. Martinez, but they made most of their moves last year. They brought in Chris Sale. Um, they still have David Price. They need Rick Porcello to return to like the Cy Young he was two years ago. Um, but yeah, I mean... They're stacked, too. But they got a lot of question marks, too. They got some young guys that got called up last year. Ben Attendee. And yeah, then, who's uh, in the for rookie too. of the year. Ben Attendee is low-key one of the better players in, in baseball. He's only 23 years old. Yeah. Don't forget. And he had a really good year last year. 271, 20 home runs, 90 RBIs, 20 stolen bases. F- uh, 352 on base percentages. It's really impressive for a young guy. I think he could take the next step. Uh, I'm, I'm on the same page as you, man. I, I got the Yankees winning this division, and I got the Red Sox in the, in the wild card. With the Yankees... Someone that no one's talking about too is Gary Sanchez. This guy is such an under the radar superstar. They hit thirty home runs last year, if I'm not mistaken, and and he, he missed the month, the first it, month of the season. Such because you know he gets outshadowed and outshined by Aaron Judge because he's he's a bigger star and he's just a bigger dude. But Gary Sanchez is a guy that's really gonna really gonna have a difference. I really like Brandon Drury. I, I he's one of the he was one of the up and coming prospects in a in a loaded position uh, with Arizona and. The Yankees have gone to Arizona before and taken someone out of their loaded position, and he worked out in D.D. Gregorius. So, like, when you're talking about Brandon Drury, they got that whole left side of the infield that's former Diamondbacks now. I really like that left side. And Sonny Gray, that the addition of him last year, uh, that was an excellent deal at the deadline because of exactly this. Because now you start the year with Sonny Gray as your number three starter, and when you start the year with Sonny Gray as your number three starter – you give yourself depth in that rotation, and it takes the pressure off a guy like Jordan Mon- Jordan Montgomery, who might be in, in that starting rotation. And then you go to the bullpen, and that's really the star of the show. As good as the lineup is, and as decent as the starters are, Dylan Batances, Robinson, Tommy Canelli, Araldis Chapman, those are fucking. That's it's Chad Green. Chad Green on top of that. Um, Adam Warren is even nice. Yeah. So it's like. That's that's going to be a tough bullpen to score on. So if the Yankees have a lead going into the sixth inning, <laughs> it's going to be hard for teams to win. And that it's going to, like you said, I think the Yankees' problem is going to be early, both early in the season and early in games. Can they get that lead? Can they build a lead in the beginning of the season? And can they can they build a lead in the beginning of games? And if they can, they're going to be the best team in the league. Yeah. Also, Sanchez he kind of carried the Yankees after the All Star break. Yeah, that month of August, he was on fire when Judge was slumping. Because I made that I made that point a couple of times. How if Judge would have had his August in April, you could have probably sent them down because it was so bad. It's just that he was so hot in the beginning of the year, going into the All Star break. Yo, that that 
What, it's pro- they're probably going to be three, four, five. Sanchez, Judge. Stanton. Yeah, they've been experimenting with Dude. it. Like Aaron Judge batting leadoff and shit. So yeah, I don't one know. to six is crazy, I feel like. And yo, think about Stanton, right? He he led the league in home runs last year. And he was playing in one of the hardest places they hit home runs. And now he goes to Yankees, where I know you're going to hate this, but the it seems box. like right field is like 120 feet. <laughs> yo, it just box. feels like that. But though. the other team is playing there, too. So. Uh, Fair, just take they- just take it. <laughs> All you Yankee fans, just take it. Nah, but bro, if you hit it to I the mean, gaps, it's like uh, it's. Also, you're talking about a division where it's all hitters ballparks. Bandbox. So yeah. yeah, it's not exactly you're not. Right, you know, the rest it's of not the division a big, too is like hitter friendly But parks. if you're Camden John Yards Carlo, is just as much of a bandbox as yeah. Yankee Stadium is. Same with same with uh, Fenway. Fenway. I was to say Wrigley, but yeah, same with Fenway. Uh, talking about Andrew Benintendi, I want to I want to go over to the Red Sox a little bit. I think he low key has a chance to be MVP this season. Like I really think that if you put him in the lineup now and you and you put JD Martinez behind him, and you let him hit second in front of some guys that could really hit, that's a that's a player that has a chance to do a lot of damage. And it's it's really the three fifty two on base percentage from last year. He's a very patient hitter ahead of his time. He's only twenty three years old. He's been getting better every single year. Like this is all, last year was his first year, but even in the minors, he gets better every single year. I think Ben Benintendi is going to be the key. He's going to be the guy at the end of the season where the Red Sox can be like, all right, that's the best player on the squad. I think the Red Sox need David Price healthy. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think that's the X factor. They bro. need Mookie Betts to return to that MVP runner-up Mookie. type caliber play. And, yeah, that, like, th- I think those are the two biggest pieces that Boston's relying on. And Xander Bogarts to you know add that pop that he had two years ago too. Keep in mind, Boston didn't hit any home runs last year. After, you know, they were towards the bottom of the league. After leading the league in home runs the year before. Right. The only difference was Big Poppy. Right. That's why I think that J.D. Martinez addition is really huge because it gives him that length, a lineup lengthening guy who can kind of be like a Big Poppy in terms of like putting him in the cleanup spot and just leaving him there. And you know where you're getting out of J.D. Martinez. So that's a that was a huge, huge addition. I think the Red Sox, I was kind of lukewarm on. Uh, going into the season before that addition, and now I think that they could give the Yankees a, a shot in the division, but I think that they're going to be in the first wild card. So who do you got in the AL East? I got the Yankees winning. I got both those teams coming out, too. Oh, so everyone has the same AL East. You know what that means, right? Yo, can I get a quick AL East question, though? Bedtime? Bedtime. Is Machado and Oriole, like, August 1st? <sighs> I don't know if the Orioles will be bad enough where he's going to be sold. Maybe. But here's the thing, though. if With him being a free agent, don't you got to pull him aside and be like, yo, can you tell us like what's good? Because if you're not going to be here next year, we can't afford to lose you and not get nothing in return. We have to get something for you. I don't think he's re-upping there. I don't think they were going to pay him. You've seen Judge has already uh, on social media been like, yo, you look good. And nah, he told him that. He told him that. That's what it was. In yeah. a spring training game, and he got like in trouble for that. They said it was like a violation. Yeah, 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 which is bullshit. But what? That's what they do anyway. He said, yo, you think he, when they're chilling in the off season, they're not talking like, yo, like, yo, come on, man, come good. to New York and be fire. Yeah, me, you, and judges. That's what Machado said. He's like, dude, he didn't like. He said one thing to me. It was like, cool, like, and it was in jest, like, yo, whatever, like, yo, come bowl with me, like, that's crazy. Okay, you see, they probably said it to every single player who's and, nice. And, and yo, you don't think any All Star game or Pro Bowl people are doing that? Also, yo, wouldn't it be fire if we played together? Hundred percent. You're gonna find them all for that. I think all those LeBron teams got together. They need one of those uh, legal tampering periods like the NFL has. What? What? What a ridiculous period! Legal tampering. The fuck? I think all that is BS. <laughs> yeah, I will you say this too it. about the Blue Jays. My bad. Just before we move on from the AL East, that their rotation is low key, like pretty solid with Aaron Sanchez. If he can avoid his blistering issues, Strowman's hurt to start the year, but you know he was 
up there in terms of ERA leaders. He had a good year following his World Baseball Classic. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they always have a, that potential MVP candidate in Josh Donaldson. They brought in Randall Gritchick, who Tim was a high on. I remember when we first started this podcast, and, like, it was opening day in April, a couple months after we got started, and we were watching in your basement. Tim was calling Randall Gritchick as, like, shady fantasy gem. Yeah. This was three years ago? I think two. Two seasons ago. Yeah, two seasons ago. But, yeah, I mean, they made some moves, too. You know, they lost Jose Batista, who was a Blue Jay legend and stuff like that. So, I think they'll be, you know, finishing in third place in that division and then followed by the O's and then you think, the you woeful think, Rays. You think Little Vlad gets called up this year? Probably. And Bo Bichette, too. I think that's Dante Bichette's son. They got the legacy. Former MLB player, yeah. The, the, the Blue Jays, they don't really have a true ace. Stroman is, I guess, their ace, but... Uh, he's I don't know he's not the traditional. I think Sanchez you know, could be that guy if he's maybe. like healthy. Maybe you know, and they have Roberto Osuna who I like. I feel like they know. have a lot of number three pitchers. Yeah, like, all their guys are solid number three pitchers. Yeah. Jay Happ, Estrada, yeah. you know, but solid just no stopper. Yeah. All right, so in the AL East we have Yankees and Red Sox. Uh, Red consensus Sox and wild card. division wildcard. Yep. Yo, Carlos Gomez for the Rays. If he hits 40 home runs, they might contend. Nah, come on. <laughs> nah, dude. They traded away their three best players. I don't, I'm Bro. Pulling your chains. Lomo, D- Souza, Longoria. Dickerson. Dickerson. All had, like, they're all the top four in the home runs on their team last year, and they're all gone. Like, what do you do? I don't even know. I, I can't even, like, begin to figure out what they're doing down there. Uh, what so, about in, in AL Central? I was going to say, there's something up with those Florida teams, man. All of them are just... They can't afford players, first of all. Yeah. They, they just can't afford... They went from they went from no major league franchises to two right away. And they've been struggling ever since. You wonder why. I mean, Marlins no, have some they, rings. And, and the Rays went to the World Series, too. Yeah. Stru- struggling in terms of Keeping support. their play, yeah. yeah. Support, support and, and keeping their players. Engagement. Well, that's what you get when when 70% of your fan base is people that didn't grow up in Florida. Right. right? Like Tampa Bay has a lot of people that go down there and retire. So same thing. If I was to move to Miami, I'm not gonna be a Dolphin fan. True that. I'd be a fan of a lot of other things, but not a Dolphin <laughs> fan. <laughs> Yo, Spanish up. N- not for nothing. Julian Edelman. I know not Julian Edelman. Amendola. Uh, Amendola went down there, <laughs> broke up with his lady. Broke up with his lady. You know, that's another prediction that went right. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how that turns out. I'm gonna call it right now. I don't think that's the best move. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Miami I'm all for Miami and all place. the the beautiful things that walk around down there, but when it's Miss Universe, it's a completely different ballgame. It's a different ballgame. Yeah. Uh, what about AL Central? Um, I got the Indians winning the AL Central. One thing that we see with the Indians is a lot of people are just like assuming they're going to win 100 games anymore, and I will say not so fast. They lost Joe Smith and Brian Shaw in the bullpen, which uh, that goes underrated, but those guys were real like really important to get to that bridge in, with Andrew Miller. And and uh, Cody Allen, sorry, Cody Allen, and then and, and that and the entire end of that bullpen, right? They lost Carlos Santana, who was a great on base percentage guy, great locker room guy. They lost Jay Bruce, a lot of power, and they lost Mickey Calloway. Now Mickey Calloway was their was their <laughs> pitching coach. Now listen, it's not a big deal, but it's like a, it's like having a defensive coordinator in the NFL, right? You or an offensive coordinator, you lose something in terms of scheme. And the Indian scheme in terms of their pitching was very unique. And that's one of the reasons why I like the Mickey Callaway hire for the Mets was I want to, I want to bring that uniqueness over. And it's, it's going to be interesting to see if they fall into that same thing again. Um, so just keep an eye on that. But they still have one of the best lineups in baseball. Um, Taylor Naquin, Michael Brantley, 
Uh, these are really key guys. Michael Brantley has to stay healthy. Taylor Naquin needs to take the, the next step. But they still got Jose Ramirez. They still got Double E. They still got Lindor. They still got Jason Kipnis. The key to them is going to be their pitching, I think. Also, uh, they brought in Alonzo from the Mariners, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah to, to replace Santana. I know there's, there's a job off there, but he's a yeah. pretty solid guy, too. He, yeah, he, he's he always a, been a guy that's more... He, he, the hype train around his name is better than the, the stats that he produces. He had a career last year from like... He had 28 home runs. as the most he's ever hit, so... Yeah. He's a big dude, too. I don't know why, how he doesn't have any pop. I'm not worried about the Indians in the regular season because I, I don't think there's much to say about them. Pretty similar to the last couple of years. But I'm worried about them in the playoffs. Last two times we've seen them in the playoffs, they've collapsed. right Up 2-0 on the Yankees. They can't close out the series. Up 3-1 on the, on the Cubs. Can't close out the series. So there's something about you know the thing that Tim always says about the culture. right? He's big on the culture of every particular team. And... The Indians might be up 3-0 in a series, and they'll be they'll be feeling like they're down 3-0. You know, it's something about them come postseason time. So that's where I'm worried about them. But I think I think that they'll win the Central this and year. And I feel like when that happens to you, like more than once, you just start to feel like uncomfortable, even if you have a lead. Or even when you're in that situation, yeah, if that situation ever arises again, it's like that whole team is familiar with it pretty much. Once is an accident, twice is a problem. Hmm. I got uh, the Twinkies. <laughs> I got the Twinkies in the AL Central. Winning um, the division. Winning the division. They went out and got uh, Jake Odorizzi from the Rays, and they signed Lance Lynn pretty late. I don't know if he'll be – I'm not sure. He'll be ready early, but I'm not. he might miss the start of the season just because he signed on late. Everyone knows what's going on Wasn't with it. Wasn't uh, it Morrison they got? I think they got Morrison. They did get Logan Morrison too, yeah. From the Rays. Yeah, but they oh, got yeah. oh, they Odorizzi got, or, or, okay. for the staff. Um, they needed upgrades at the rotation. You know, you had Irvin Santana as your best pitcher last year, and – that's usually a, a problem or never going to end well for your season. But, hey, they made the wild card spot, and uh, things went well. But I got, you know, they added Addison Reed and Fernando Rodney to the back of their bullpen. And those two are two of the top guys on the on the reliever market this year behind, like, Wade Davis and Greg Holland. So they did pretty well there, and um, they're just young. They have Eddie Rosario in left field. Byron Buxton, who came on at the end of last year, he's got to prove that he can sustain that over the course of a season. He was once, you know – the most high prospect in baseball a couple years ago, the number one prospect for years. And uh, he came up and he couldn't really hit. But last year, at the end of the year, he put it all together. He's a beast in the outfield. He's a gold glover. So I like what they have out there. And then Max Kepler in right field, a young outfield that they can keep together. And led by Brian Dozier and Miguel Sano. Those are two power hitters, the top of the lineup guys that can carry them, I think, through the season. And I think give them enough to beat their take to, you know, dethrone the Indians at the top of the division. I don't know, man. For I don't know. I don't think the Twins make the playoffs this year. Look, they, they jumped from 59 wins to 85. That's a giant jump. And what they got hidden last year was they were 19th in runs allowed. Like yeah, they, they, were, a, they were horrible. But they, they addressed that. They got but, Odorizzi and Lynn. Yeah, but that's not – Lance Lynn and Odorizzi is not enough to, to make up for that big gap in, in that giving up that many runs. On top of that, they were, they were number five overall in runs all year. But they were first after the trade deadline, and that's when they got really, like, really, really hot. Can you count on them to lead the league in runs again? I, I don't know. I don't think you can. Their their lineup is solid, but if you go from fifty nine to eighty five wins, there is something there that just doesn't add up. And I, I really think they're about to regress somewhere in the in the middle. I think they're like a seventy eight win team this year. They're uh, they're the only team in baseball history to lose a hundred games and then make the playoffs the next year. <laughs> I, I have not I have one more team coming out of this division. I think also Polanco being out for eighty games because of PEDs. That's a pretty big blow for them too. 
I still, I still like what they have. So Noah was hurt last year. You know, he could, he missed the playoff game, or he tried to come back. I can't remember if he was in the lineup that day, but his foot was, I don't know if it was his foot, but he was injured. He missed, like, the last two games, two couple weeks of the season, and he's their big bopper, and without him, they were nothing. So we'll Another see. reason they why. They also had a lead on the Yankees, 3 nothing in the first inning, and Irvin Santana was on the mound. That That's another reason why. What's that? No true ace. And on top of that, if you're that dependent on one player, it takes a toll. I mean, I don't think they're that dependent on it. They have Joe Maurer. They have other bats, but I'm just saying he's like their power guy. I think they'll be all right. I like the moves in Odorizzi and Lynn to put them over the top. They had no rotation last year, and they still got in the playoffs. That's because they were. They bolstered their bullpen to shorten games with their weak rotation, and they bolstered their starting rotation. We'll see. One thing that we haven't mentioned with them is they're really good at defense. Byron Buxton in the outfield can cover yeah, a lot of yeah, ground. Yeah, So they save a lot of runs that way. I actually have another team coming out of this division, and this is my this is going to be my little bold take of the day. I got the White Sox making the playoffs out of this division. The White Sox make me really like reminiscent of the 2015 Mets that came out of nowhere after 14 and then had all these pitching prospects all come up at the same time and all make this giant impact, and, and they rode that all the way to the, the World Series. And if you're looking at the White Sox right now, they cleaned house. They absolutely cleaned house, and they got a lot of good prospects in return. If you ask a lot of people around the league, did the White Sox do well in these trades? Like Even in the Chris Sale trade, they would tell you that they won those trades considering where they were. They have Lucas Giolito, Ronaldo Lopez, Carson Fulmer, Carlos Rodon, and Michael Kopech, who's going to join them later in the year. He's the number 10 prospect in baseball. All those guys are behind James Shields, who brings that veteran force. Yohan Makata is going to be in his first full season. Matt Davison showed promise. You had um, Avisel Garcia, who batted 330 last year. I think and that was a fluke. Even if it was, like he, he did have a really high BABIP, but even if the BABIP comes down... He's still that's 330. Like if you come down from 330, you still have, are going to be a 300 hitter. You know what I mean? Like 330 is not a fluke over know. a full season. It, it, it that high might be a fluke, but he's still a good hitter. And you put all those things together, and of course Jose Abreu, who's the big bopper in their lineup, they may need to add a pitcher uh, in the back end of the bullpen. Their bullpen is, is not scaring anybody, but I don't know. I just got this feeling I might be one year early. I think you're like two years early. I was going to say because I just pulled up the uh, the win totals in Vegas. You know, Joe, anytime I get a chance to go v- visit Vegas, I will. They have the second lowest of all teams in baseball. Only the Marlins have a worse win total than them. So this is that's the a, truth. You know, this is why he's the HTK, the hot take kid. So Damn, that's great. He, he might be. You might, you've always been, I'll, I'll give you credit, you've always been a year or two early on a lot of teams. Chiefs? Yeah, stop it already. <laughs> Chiefs is the all-timer. But Man. even the Jaguars, too. He's been on the Jag- Jaguars bandwagon. Yo, Eloy Jimenez, too, is a name to watch out for. They picked him up in the Quintana trade. So he's a bopper who tore up double A like once he got that change of scenery from the Cubs to the White Sox. So he might be in the majors at some point toward you know July or August. Lot, uh, watch out for him. Lots of young kids doing it the right way, in my opinion. And a lot of guys who are big league ready. I think Giolito's big league ready. Giolito needs to put it together. He was also a number one prospect in baseball yeah. for a little bit. And Ronaldo Lopez, hasn't been able to put it together. That's, those are the two guys that got in the trade for Adam Eaton. Yeah. So who do you have in the AL Central? I got the Indians also. But I got the Twins as another wild card. So opposite of what Boss said, right? No, nah, I don't Indians. got the Indians. Oh, in the you don't got the Indians. Yeah. So you just have Twins? Twinkies, baby. No wild card? No wild card. All right. So can we move to the West? Mm-hmm. We may. <laughs> what do you got in the West, Boss? I got... 
the Astros, obviously. I mean, come on. They, they, uh, Tim said the Yankees are the best team in baseball. Did you say that earlier? The Yankees are the best team in baseball? Or could be? Could be. I think you're bugging. I think it's the Ash- I mean, Astros by hard far. hard to argue that. Like, Correa, Altuve up the middle is definitely the best one, too, in the league. And then they bolstered their rotation with a full season of Verlander, who they got last year at the deadline. And then Garrett Cole, <laughs> another ace, you know. So, they're loaded. They still have Lance McCullers back in the rotation. They're... They're stacked anywhere yeah, you look, they, up, up and down. They didn't really lose any significant piece. I, th- and I, I think I, they lost a significant piece in Lou Gregerson. I, agree. I will I say that because Ken Giles bummed it in the postseason big time. Um, he was fucking god-awful. He was coming in, giving up runs. every Pretty much every appearance you saw Ken Giles come in, you felt like you had a chance late in the game. So I'm kind of suspect on their bullpen, but I like what they have you know, everywhere else. That's just like nitpicking. Ken Giles just could still be a top closer in the game. I feel like with Garrett Cole, him coming over, remember how a lot of people thought that Verlander was shot going into that trade, and then he goes to Houston, and he goes from being on a team that's one of the worst teams in baseball to one of the best teams in baseball, and you saw right away he just took off. So I could see something like that being similar with Garrett Cole. Yeah, and as a number three starter, too, he doesn't have to yeah, he's shoulder not the, the burden. He, yeah, he's not the, he doesn't have the pressure of being the ace. Right. Yeah, I hope the Astros are really good because I got McCullers and Keiko on my fantasy team this year. So <laughs> nice. I'm banking on them, racking up a ton of wins. Because that's how I play categories. So I, wins is a category, and you know they both strike out. Well, McCullers does a ton of yeah. guys. So, do you guys know what their um, contract situation is with some of their key players? Is there anyone that's due? Like, is this a team that we might see the same core going forward for three, four more years? Because if it is, I know they do have a lot of young guys. They have a lot of young guys, and not only that, they're not paying anyone. So they just re up Altuve. Besides Altuve, yeah. Yeah. right? So you could see them re-upping all their guys. You like could see that, like George Springer, like too, Brian who, McCann is making more money than almost everyone besides Altuve because and that's and they great. traded to pick up pick up that contract. It's not like they signed him to right. that deal. So I mean, I could see the Astros being able to re-sign a lot of these guys. Yep. In terms of the, there's not a lot to not like about the Astros. Like the Astros are going to win this division, and I think that you could even the most casual fan can say that they're going to win it pretty handily, but. I really think the Mariners have a chance to make some noise this year. And yeah, I know I said I that last year. Wild card team. Oh, it was? I got, I got the Mariners. Yeah, I like, I like the additions of D. Gordon. You know, in center, he's never played center field in the majors, but he's such a speedster like Byron Buxton who can cover a ton of ground. So I like, you know, if he can catch, you know, he'll pre- pretty much catch anything in his range. His arm might be a different story, though. So we'll see how he fares with guys taking an extra base on him or something like that. But I like that addition. I think Ryan Healy at first base to replace Yonder Alonso. I agree. Dude dude was so young and the athletics kind of gave up on him. He only his first big full year in the majors last year he hit twenty eight home runs. So they found a nice power source there to fill in with uh Nelson Cruz. Definitely agreed. And uh I the key for them is just having James Paxton healthy and Felix Hernandez healthy. If they can stay healthy without the rotation, I know Felix Hernandez is getting old and his numbers have dropped the last like three or four years now, but he can still be that top two of your rotation type pitcher to put a good team in the playoffs. I think with the Mariners, they're getting the sense at the window where the King Felix, Robinson Cano, Nelson Cruz, like trio can be that core that wins you a championship. I, I really think that they're seeing that window close. This might be the last year for that window, especially because King Felix has kind of been taking some steps back, but they noticed and they put a lot of pieces together around that, like you said. And also, Gene Segura coming back. He he showed his worth last year. Uh, Kyle Seager continues to get better. I think James Paxton might have, might end up being the best ros- pitcher on the roster at the end of the year. And he might challenge for, sure. for a Cy Young. He might, yeah. Like his, sure. his stuff is ridiculous. And he put it all together last year. If I wasn't making a bold prediction with the White Sox, 
like I would be picking the Mariners to make them my second wild card, but I, I just I, I have a feeling the White Sox are going to make that push. But I expect the Mariners to be in it until the last day of the season and then just kind of miss out. But I would not be surprised if the Mariners win a wild card. Yo, they also got my guy Ijiro tapping into the fountain of youth. Let's get it. You might start in left field because right uh, ha- no, not Hanniger. Hanniger's in right field. Ben Gamble's hurt to start the year, so he might start. You know, Former he's out Yankee for like a month. Prospect, right? Ben, ben Gamble, Gamble, yeah. I remember yeah. playing him on Fanduel. He would have the Yankee hat on, and yeah. I picked him one time because he was starting. And in, in DFS, you want to take guys that are batting at the top of the lineup because they get more at bats, so you get more value there. And he was the leadoff hitter. He had two home runs. I was like, "That's my guy now." <laughs> he had a really good first half of the season. I, he did I, have a good year. It's, it's going to be interesting to see if he can really extend it because he had a little bit of a poor second half yo i gotta ask about otani right and the angels i feel like they made a, a couple of nice moves they they put some good pieces around trout probably the best player in baseball uh Cozart, um kinsler justin upton and then otani what do you do with otani if you're playing fantasy i know i know we're not a fantasy show but we do like to dip our tip in it every now and then so i got two drafts coming up the next two days. i was gonna say so but i'm but i'm at two, but two I'm, drafts coming my question is is he playing just pitcher, just hitter. Can you draft them twice for each, or are you making them just one player for utility? Nah, so like on on Yahoo anyway, like in my league, I just had my draft last weekend. It, there's a pitcher Otani and there's a, a hitter Otani. Mm, okay. So there's two Otanis, okay. which is weird. And I don't, you said that's Yahoo. Yeah. So do you know of any other leagues if it's just I one don't. player? And uh, and do you have to draft either both of them? No, you like you could draft. I could draft pitcher Otani. You can like draft hitter Otani later in the draft. Oh, so what okay. happens if he hits a home run? Then and he's pitching. No, nah, you don't get. Nah, you don't get, you don't get. You never get stats for your pitcher, like batting oh, stats for your pitcher. Oh, that's trash. I would have took Paulo nah. Zambrano. Matt yeah, but then he'd, kill, <laughs> he'd kill your average though. Nah, yeah, for sure. So that's why you can't have that. Is he I, def- definitely for sure hitting? I don't know. I, for from what I'm hearing, they want to like his main purpose is pitching. For if I'm the Angels and I don't know, and I signed this guy and I spent all this money to sign him. Why wouldn't you try him two ways? Yeah, I, I mean, I would. I know it's early, but like he's looked overmatched at the plate. He has uh, in spring, so people are kind of cooling on him. But there's also been, you know, articles I've read that saying he's not a big spring player. Like early in the season, like you know, whatever, whatever they, I guess they do spring training in Japan too. But they said he always starts slow. So mm-hmm. we'll see. I mean, it, it takes time. You no know, big league talent is still big league talent. It's different from anything you see in Japan. It's the best of the best, so it, it's going to take time, I think, for an adjustment. Uh, but his pitching stuff, he has that stuff to be a nasty front-of-the-end rotation guy, and that's what they signed him to be. So I know the Angels don't have much of a farm system. They've they've been in the bottom of the barrel for a while now since Trout's been in the majors, so getting Otani for them I think was huge in terms of their future prospects. Let's not forget they also signed in a completely new up-the-middle Zach Colzard and Ian Kinsler are both coming in. Uh, Justin Upton they got last year, but he's now playing a full year they with the Angels. Him, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so like they won again. The Angels win the world, win the World Series of the offseason. You know, but I just need to see it all come together before I could trust the Angels because the Angels. It seems like every year the Angels make some kind of splash in free agency and they get the big name, whether it's Pujols or whether it's Upton or whoever or Otani, whoever it may be. They always get this big name. That comes in and it's supposed to make this impact and kind of never works out. So I definitely want to see what the Angels could do before I get there. I, I do like Garrett Richards this year, though. I think he's going to be a good player. I didn't even stay healthy, though. Like, yeah, he's got to stay healthy. the last two years, pretty much. Yeah, so. I remember watching that game against the Red Sox where he got... I don't know if someone stepped on him when he was going to cover first, when he first got hurt. Yeah, his ACL, right? Yeah, yeah. blew out his knee. How are you guys feeling about the Rangers this year? They've been a perennial contender in this division for a while. 
I mean, they have the offense, but they're yeah. pitching kind of like you have Cole Hamels as your ace. It's like it's 2018, dude. They also got my boy, <laughs> Doug Fister. Doug, best best the, name in the game. Fister on the game. back of a jersey so hard. <laughs> Dougie Fist. <laughs> but yeah, their their bullpen's also a mess. Yo, Tim big time Timmy Jim back end. You you know you're in you're in trouble when you have Tim Lincecum and Bartolo Colon on your team and it's not well, two thousand nine. Cologne Cologne got Cologne got, got cut. cut. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're trying to renegotiate right. him to a minor league deal though. Okay, yeah. You you would guess he's staying with the Rangers. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, we'll see. I feel like we'll he see. always has suitors. But no one wants to start him anymore. He's they like they just want to use him in the bullpen. Crazy. Yo, he's a great guy to have on your team in terms of like veteran leadership. He could tell a, a million bajillion stories to those young guys out in the bullpen for seven innings. I'm a Met fan, so I know I know the value he could bring with that. Yeah. It's just he his, was old two years ago. Yeah, his performance doesn't match his veteran yeah, exactly. savviness. Uh so let's just like go over what you guys have. In the East, Yankees Red Sox, wild unanimous, cards. yeah, uh, unanimous. In the AL Central, I got the Twinkies. I got the Indians. Indians, and with the Twins coming out as a, the other wild card, and, and I have the White Sox, Sox as the second wild card. And then in the AL West, we have Astros. I got Astros. Astros. I sleep I, with the M's though. I got the Mariners making the playoffs. As I just card realized too. that I have the same five teams in the American League that made the playoffs last year. So high possibility that's not going to be the case. Yeah. <laughs> Although I, I will say. This is the best year for chalk that there's been in a while. I feel like there's a lot. The talent is very much on the top because a lot of the teams that are rebuilding are still in rebuilding mode and aren't there yet. Teams like the White Sox that can be there eventually. Teams like the Tigers who are in the middle of a rebuild. Teams like the the Rangers who just kind of fell off. Like t- Teams like that in the AL, there's not a lot of parity in the AL. There's a lot more parity in the NL. I feel like the NL is going to be a lot more fun this year. Yeah. Uh, all right, for spitball, we're going to do uh, league leaders for the upcoming season. We've got a bunch of categories here. Uh, just tell me who you think is going to lead that category, starting with home runs. I got J.D. Martinez. He was up there last year. I think he finished third. Now he's got you know the green monster out there to pluck him over, so I'm going J.D. I got Joey Gallo. Not, not Callo. Jo- Joey Callo. Joey Gallo. He had 40 home runs last year. Dude swings for the fences with everything. The Rangers are going to be bad, so the only thing that's going to put butts in seats is Joey Gallo hitting home runs. I expect him to hit like 55, honestly. 220 and 55 dingers. Yeah, maybe even 196 or something <laughs> like that, for real. Stanton, 65. Whoa. Whoa. I was close last year, remember? Yeah, he's gonna You break. were like one off, weren't you? Yeah, I think I said last year he was going to have 50, 55 or yeah, 50. I've like been breaking the non-tainted record. Yeah, 65. Crazy. Interesting. Uh, RBIs. Arenado. Damn, I got an on Arenado too. I, I put JD Martinez. I think JD Martinez is going to be right in the middle of that lineup, and I think the lineup he's going to give himself the opportunity and the other people the opportunity to be better. Yo, when Charlie Blackman's hitting three thirty in front of you, he's always on base. You True. always have a chance to drive into right away with him at coming to bat. Charlie Coors Arenado. Field and Coors, yeah, of course. Uh, batting average, Altuve. I'm going Joey Votto. Joey Votto, nice. I got Buster Posey. Quietly hit 320 and has now has Longoria and uh, McCutcheon around him, so should boost his average a, a bit as well. Mm. Uh, steals, Benatendi, really? Wow, yeah, Billy Juan, Hamilton, Billy Hamilton, Juan Pierre. <laughs> oh my God, I feel like Billy Hamilton is going to lead the league in stolen bases every year for the next like uh, eight. D. Years. Gordon led the league last year, I think. I think he had one up on him. Interesting. Pete Wheeler, do you know who that is? 
Was it that you created character or something? No, bro, that's, that's backyard that's baseball. That's backyard baseball. Oh. Yo, he sucked as a hitter mad fast. <laughs> Steal any bag you I want. I used to bunt all the Yo, time. Yo, you ready, to, really? you ready to curse me out? I never played that game. Okay. Fucking piece of shit. Wow. Uh, You're one of one right there. Yo, that's that's awful. <laughs> is it yeah. worse than Sandlot, though? Yeah, it is. Cause like, yo, They're like kind of neck and neck. Yo, yeah. backyard, anything. Backyard football, backyard baseball. Backyard football? I was getting after shit. that. Can't after it. Unlike the Game Boy too, or not the Game Boy? No, nah, bro. The PC. Shit, right? I was like, clicking my mouse button like crazy. <laughs> like, it was a no, rat. you can play online too. I'm just saying. You're right. D. Gordon caught Billy Hamilton by one steal last year. Yeah. Damn. Clip, yeah. Uh, Clipped him. Clipped. ERA. Uh, I got Noah Syndergaard leading the league in ERA. I think he had him last year too. I did. You know who <laughs> I got? Aaron Nola. Yo, Aaron Nola is a sleeper, possible Cy Young candidate. Yeah, I agree. I said. We're doing our draft in the chat. I was like, yo, sleeper. Because like, he got picked pretty high. And like, seven I was like, yo, like, great pick. I like him. And they're like, yo, he's not really a sleeper. I, I was like, I'm talking like Cy Young type sleeper. Yeah. Mm. I agree. I'm going Kershaw. All right. I'm going John Franco. Uh, wins. You <laughs> uh, Darvish, uh, to me, with Ooh, on, on the Cubs as the number three starter is going to get gotta, a lot of wins. You got to say it like you did last year when you picked the one side. Yo! Let's go. <laughs> I'm going Chris Sale. I got uh, Zach Granke. I think the humidor is going to help him out. Interesting. The humidor. There he goes. Yo, that's a big deal. Kinda. You're not worried about the MPH drop-off? Nah. I think he's going to keep more balls in the park with the humidor. Okay. All right. I got Carl Bovano. Uh, wins. <laughs> did we just do that? We just did that. Good okay. <laughs> <laughs> strikeouts. Uh, I got Noah Syndergaard again for strikeouts. Uh, guys, guess who I'm, I'm picking for Cy Young in the NL? All right. Mm. I'm going <laughs> Kershaw. I'm going Chris Archer. Okay, Ooh. Chris Archer. I like that. That's better pitcher, guy. better pitcher on the road than he is at home. Yeah, he's been pretty bad the last couple of years. I'm kind of upset with that. Diamondbacks, Randy Johnson, uh, saves. Craig Krimble. Yo, let's go. Me too. I got Wade Davis. I think the Rockies are going to push for a playoff spot, and you know he's moving down there. Greg Holland did a great job down there, so I think they're going to have a chance to close out some close games. Also, now that you said uh, Randy Johnson, it was like the 19th year. No, not 19th. I'm bugging. I forgot what anniversary was of him hitting the bird. Yo, that shit is so I saw, crazy. I saw it on Twitter yesterday. It was like the 16th anniversary. Dude. I'm pissed. I don't remember the exact number. Yo, I was playing in the outfield one time with my with my boy James. You guys know James Diddy? Yeah. yeah. James Diddy. He, we were throwing pop-ups to each other. He throws a pop-up in the air. I promise you, no lie. Nails a bird. Fucking comes down and just boom. No. Dead bird. And then we told the people, like, yo, there's a dead bird in the outfield. They're like, yeah, yeah, leave it. We'll get it later. We played an entire game with a dead bird in the outfield. That's ICYP Well, you for deserve you. that. You killed it, you fucking... I didn't kill it. James Diddy did. Talk to him. That's, that's kind of <laughs> dope, though. The ball's on Tim. You guys know James Diddy? Yeah, I only met him 400 fucking times. I don't know. Um, I don't know James Diddy, Tim, so thanks well, for there asking. there you go. You know, thing, you know, no problem, boss. I got you. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go to the NL. Um, winners, wild cards, starting with the East. NL East, what do we... I'm going to take this one first. I got the Nationals winning the NL East, but I will say... I'm very surprised. ...that this is far from a perfect squad, and I think that the World Series predictions for this team are a bit much right now. I know Sports Illustrated picked them over the Yankees to win the World Series, which basically guarantees they will not win the World Series. But, look, Bryce Hopper's in a contract year. That's something you, you can bank on. You said that with the most Boston accent <laughs> Yo, ever. Bryce yeah. Hopper's in a contract year. You said Hopper. Ah, Bryce like Hopper. Yeah. Yeah. When you say Harper and then contract after, you get Hopper. Anyway, so Bryce Hopper is in a contract year. That's going to be insane. That much you can bank on. But look, Daniel Murphy's coming off off-season knee surgery. He's not going to be ready. Ryan Zimmerman had a year that honestly came out of nowhere. 
Yo, big time ad on the way on the fantasy wire. Yeah, like he wasn't even he wasn't even drafted in nah, fantasy league. Not even a thought to be drafted. He, the last time he was an All Star was 09. and he was seventeen, and he's batting over three hundred with over thirty home runs, over hundred RBIs. Can you can you count on that again? I don't know if you can. Um, a lot of ma- players of them overperformed him, Rendon, Taylor. Well, I I like Rendon. I think Rendon's one of the more underrated players in the league. He's he's one of the reasons. Him, Trey Turner. Those two guys are some of the reasons why I still I still think the Nationals have enough to win this division and to and to go into the to playoffs and their their rotation solid. Sir, uh, obviously Scherzer and and Strasburg are the premier one two punch in the National League but, as of right now. Well, so another team's gonna have uh, something to say about that I think. And Gio Gonzalez, Tanner Roque, Joe Ross. Those that's a solid three four five. So. I'm just I'm worried about the bullpen. Ryan Madsen and Sean Doolittle aren't exactly scaring you at the end of the bullpen. Um, I think this team's gonna be good enough to make the playoffs and win the division. But I'm I don't I, pump the brakes on all the World Series talks for this squad. Yeah, I got the Nats with ease. Like Tim said, that their rotation is is pretty deep, one to five. They've always had that bullpen issue that they always seem to try to address. You know, at the deadline or whenever they can. And they tried Melanson a couple years ago. They had him for half a year. He walked to the Giants. So. They're going with, I guess, the Doolittle Madsen combo, which was worked was working in Oakland for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now it's you know, Oakland's Oakland, but when you come to a like a, a World Series type contender in the Nationals, you gotta be on your game. So I think they'll be okay. But I also like the addition of Adam Eaton, who went out early last year, who they traded for Giolito, like Tim said earlier about the White Sox. Um, him at top of the lineup is going to be huge. I think he scores 100 runs this year. I drafted him in my fantasy league. I like he he can get on and steal bases for you. And he's a, you know, he's a, like a 300 type hitter. And if you can get that guy on, you know, at a 300 type pace or average, they're going to have problems with the guys behind them. He's going to get on, cause problems for pitchers running. Um, I think they're going to score a ton of runs this year. So I think the, the Nats run away with this division with ease. Hmm. Yeah, I'm with the Nationals too. You guys pretty much hit on that. I want to talk about the Mets, though. Cause, I got know. the Mets as my wild card too. I do as well. It hurt me to do that, but I, I it was like between them. And I had I had them between them and the crew, the Brew Crew, but I I, I went with Mets. They have the better rotation than the crew. Yeah, but m- my biggest issue with them is the same same shit with them every year. Are they going to be healthy? And you look, you know, we had this argument with MP before we started recording. How in 2015 everyone was healthy, they went to the World Series. Fair, but 2014 someone went down. 2016, 17, like there's always an issue with them. So I'm factoring in. Unfortunately, someone's going to go down because that's just the thing. Now. Tim did bring up a good point how he thinks that one of the best offseason moves was not a player being brought in or a, a coach. It, it was a trainer leaving. Ray Ramirez, a.k.a. Rat Ramirez in the Mets group chat that I'm in. <laughs> Look, he, he was he was trying to get these guys to be beach body models. That's that's why that's how you tear your lat if you're Noah Syndergaard. That's how you pull your hamstring if you're Jonas Cespedes. This is not rocket science. This is basic human. And... We have someone now who you know understands basic human movement, and that you don't need to be benching fucking three fifty if you're a starting pitcher. Get the TB twelve method in there, man. They'll be fine. That's what I'm saying. Yo, look, Tom Brady is not gonna is not gonna wow anyone when he takes his shirt off on the beach, but he's one of the better athletes in the world because he movement is the key. It is all about movement. It's all about movement. Uh, yeah. Going off what you said last year, Noah Syndergaard, Yoenis Cespedes, and Jairus Familia, all three hurt for a long time if you got your best hitter your best pitcher and your closer out you're not going to contend that's any team in the league can't can't make up for that kind of loss 
On top of that, Steven Matz, Seth Lugo, TJ Rivera, the list goes on and on. Who who was hurt last year, who wasn't hurt is, is the real thing. But if you go past that and you assume that they might be hurt, they add Todd Frazier, who brings on-base percentage and power. Uh, that's that's the team right now with the Mets. Also, the Mets are going on base and power. He's one of those dope locker room guys that everyone raves about. That we that we really missed as well in 2015. Uh, we had a, we had Curtis Granderson who was that locker room presence and Daniel Murphy. And what about Kadire too? Was it and Kedire my, yeah, and Michael Kadire with the belt. Yeah. And I mean, Daniel Murphy was really that guy. So if he can take over for Todd Frazier, Todd Frazier could take over for that and be that guy. Jay Bruce. Adrian Gonzalez at first base. A lot of people forget about Adrian Gonzalez. Come on, son. Yo, listen. Yeah. It's 2018. Listen. That's fact. A lot of people forget about Adrian Gonzalez, but he had a pretty good year before he decided to go loco, right? But also... He also you, can't stay healthy, though. That's true. But I, I don't think he's he's there for long. I think Jay I mean, Bruce goes to first base. Plays, you think so? Yeah. I'd I say Dom Smith, like, nah. May or June. I think Bruce goes to first base. I think Brandon Nimmo. I think Brandon Nimmo is going to be a, lot of, a surprise for a lot of people. This is a prospect that the Mets did not trade straight up for Andrew McCutcheon. That was the deal. Mm. Nemo Nemo for McCutcheon, and they didn't trade him. He's been having a great spring, uh, and the Mets are super high on him. He's going to be starting in place of Michael Conforto before Michael Conforto comes back, and I think he's going to earn his way onto an everyday spot in that rotation. On top of that, Anthony Swarzak, A.J. Ramos in the back of the bullpen, or a huge address, a huge need addressed, that bridge to Familia. And then finally, Ahmed Rosario. A lot of people forget, number two pro- uh, prospect in baseball. Not only can he hit, he brings a lot of defensive prowess to that position where we had an old man there last year who couldn't move. So that was a big reason for a lot of this, uh, a lot of the the runs that came in. So I think the Mets a lot of a lot of improvements all around, and if they stay healthy, it, it's hard to beat a one-two punch like Noah and Degrom, and then followed by Matt, and then followed by Seth Lugo, and then followed by Harvey if he if he comes back. So I like the Mets, I, and I know I'm a Mets fan, so. You know, take that with a grain of salt, but I, looking at them as as clear as I can, I like the roster. I like the mess too. I like that Zach Wheeler didn't make the team too. He got demoted. Yeah, I kind of like that. Like, you know, you have to earn your spot back. You know, he hasn't been around the last two years, it feels like. So, you know, they do have depth there if they need it. Is Gazelman still with the Mets? Uh, he Robert is. Zellman? He is, but it's Seth Lugo's. Looks like no, he's I know, but be I'm just saying he is. Yeah, but yeah. Seth Lugo made the rotation, but Gazelman and, and Wheeler aren't bad. Depth options. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? Because you ultimately do, they will come into play at some point. That's just baseball. Yeah. Um, but I like the move they made last year to get AJ Ramos, who, if Familia does go down, he has closer experience. Blake Swarzak, one of the most underlooked moves of the offseason. When I talk about, you know, those for Rodney and Addison Reed being, you know, second tier, he's right up there with them, I think, in second tier relievers. So that was a good get. And um, yeah, I mean, Frazier shores up the infield in terms of glove. Like you said, Ahmed Rosario, so that whole left side is pretty much taken care of. If Asdrubal Cabrera and Adrian Gonzalez can move on that right side, they'll have a you know a pretty good infield, you know, in terms of defensively. Yeah. Um, the bats, I just think like it's it's a health thing. Bringing back Jay Bruce is nice. He's comfortable with the Mets already, so he he wanted to come back. So I was yeah. you know him and Cespedes in the middle of that lineup. That's a solid one-two combination if they if they can stay healthy. I kind of like what the Mets have going. Um, I just think their pitching, like I said, ultimately made me put them over the Brew Crew into the playoffs. So, I mean, I, I'm not too high on them, but I think they'll sneak in as a wild card, too. Since 2011, 30 home run seasons. Goldschmidt, three. Stanton, four. Cabrera, four. Nelson Cruz, four. Jay Bruce, five. 
One of the most underappreciated home run bats in the game. It's because he hits like 260, but he's he's solid. That's, but you guys he's entering his the, prime now. The, he's only the, 30 years old. Yeah, but also the one thing I always say about the batting average, you guys say that the new era of baseball nah, is. is guys Strike are batting 250 run. but hitting 40 home runs, and you take that. It's about on-base percentage these days, yeah. and that's what Frazier brings. Jay Bruce is like the, the, the prototypical like best player in Texas kind of kid, got drafted number one overall, I think, if I'm not mistaken, or in the first round. Top prospect came up, hit a lot of home runs, has a big contract. This guy lived the life of like a, the perfect baseball life. Except he lived it in Cincinnati with the Reds. Yeah, except except that. But except they, the winning but they part. Were all right, though. They were. <laughs> they they did were, have a couple yeah, of playoff yeah. appearances. Yeah, they were good back in the day. Uh, so what about the NL Central? Hold on, hold on. Before we get to that, just real quick, yes. I think the Phillies are have a chance to make some noise this year as well. On on the back of Aaron Nola, Carlos Santana is a great veteran presence. Uh, he's gonna h- help a guy like Reese Hopkins. Uh, Hoskins, excuse me, who who can have it. They love J.P. Crawford, their young shortstop. Um, Jake Arrieta, you add that to the mix. I think the Phillies are going to be respectable. I think they've jumped the Marlins and the Braves in terms of... Uh, For sure. I mean, the Marlins, of, it doesn't take much. Right. Jump. But that, I mean, that's a shit show down there. You know what? The, man, the Marlins had so much potential last year. They traded away their entire outfield. They, they had the was, best outfield they, in baseball, yeah. in my opinion. Yelich, Ozuna, and Stan. It's tough to find a better outfield than that. And now they're all gone. And now they're all gonna, and now they're all gonna do things for the next uh, division we're talking about, the NL Central. Pretty much, everyone. So you guys got. Uh, I have the Cubs in the NL Central. Uh, the story's the same. Um, Anthony Rizzo, Chris Bryant, uh, they get rid of the loss of Arietta and replace him with you, Darvish. You. The question for them is the bullpen. Right now, Brandon Morrow's their closer. Uh, a young, uh, I'm sorry, a role that he hasn't had since he was a young rookie. So, for me, I think the Cubs are good enough to win that division. But, again, at the same time, just like the Nationals, they're kind of just resting on their laurels at this point. You're not just going to be good because you're supposed to be. So, if that – Theo Epstein got to get that closer situation handled. Because if not, there's going to be a problem. And now it's a long year, and everyone knows the baseball trade deadline, deadline is always action-packed. So Meaty. Yeah, so we'll see. Yeah, I think they're all right. I mean, they went out and, you know, solidified their rotation with you. So they got John Lester, Hendricks, you, and Quintana, who they brought in, you know, at the deadline last year. So they get a full season of Quintana. Um, it, they do have to address that closure situation, but their prospect pool is kind of – it's not running thin, but they've traded a lot of their top prospects already. And Eloy, Glaber Torres, a couple years ago for Chapman. So their top of their system is weakened without really bolstering their bullpen you know they got chapman for half a year and they won the world series which was nice but two years later now you're still searching for that closer again um, yeah i think the i think the cubs fans would take that though no right? obviously i mean you know you, that's a once in a lifetime thing for them but i'm just saying going forward it, it's not helping them out now um but yeah their, their lineup is same same as it's been for the last couple of years wilson Contreras broke out him and Gary Sanchez are, I think, the, the best two catchers in baseball, So, along with Buster Posey. So they're going to be you know, still really good. I think they're the class of the NL Central. I don't, I don't really see anyone challenging them. And that one, too, of Rizzo and Brian is always yeah, always deadly. Addison Russell stepped up big time last year as starting shortstop. So they're solid. Javi Baez, they're good defensively. They're good everywhere. I actually think the Brewers might actually contend for the, the title of NL Central champions. Uh, this team is being slept on immensely. Uh, they just missed the postseason last year, and they added Lorenzo Cain. They added Christian Yelich to an already powerful lineup that includes Eric Thames, Domingo Santana, Ryan Braun. Oh, Eric Thames. What? He was yeah. a flash in the pan in like April, May. Okay, but he could hit home runs, right? 
Yeah, but where's he going to play? That's the point. He's not going to play, though. Right, but that's your first guy off the bench who can provide that power spark? I guess so. I'm not really And like, you were talking about depth. Ryan Braun's always injured, right? Domingo right. Santana, they don't even have a spot for him at the moment. So when you're looking at that lineup, it's taken a incredible step forward. And Travis Shaw is one of the more underrated players in the entire league. Uh, the quietest 30 in 100 year of all time last year. Uh, they need to acquire another starter, but... Chase Anderson had a great year. Zach Davies, they took those steps towards being top-of-the-rotation pitchers. On top of that, Corey Knable established himself as a dominant closer. They added, they added Matt Albers, the return of Jeremy Jeffries. That's two quality 7th and 8th inning guys. I really like what the Brewers are doing. I think that they're, they're playoff destined this year. I, I think they're the, going to be the, the wild card in the NL as well. I don't know. They, they did have a great year last year. That's also because their staff had like career years across the board. And they brought in Yolis Chassin, who... He had a good year last year. Can he follow that up? Jimmy Nelson, who's going to start the year injured, he was pretty much their age last year, and that was a career year. They're all guys having career years in, like, their age 29 or age 30 season. So I'm, like, kind of pumping the brakes on them. That's why, like I said, I like the Mets over them. I like their Mets staff better than their Brew Crew staff, which gave me led me to give the slightest to the Mets. But, I mean, hey, I mean, I can see the Brewers sneaking in there. But it would be at the expense of the Mets, I think. The Cardinals as well, I think, have a shot. Uh they had a lot of teams, a lot of players that were unlucky last year. Um, Matt Carpenter, Adam Wainwright, and Michael Waka. If you look at their like advanced metrics in terms of, like BABIP and things like that, um, they all had super like extremely unlucky years. Matt Carpenter batted two forty five out of nowhere, yeah. so I expect them to come back. And Marcelo Zuna is the perfect addition for this team. Uh, he's going to be right in the thick of things. He's a incredible power hitter that can really do everything around the field. They got a haul. They gave a haul back to the Marlins, so I I like the that addition and the bull, the bullpen's a question mark. Luke Gregerson, you know, added that's a nice uh, addition, but still a question mark. I think the Cardinals they got a winning pedigree. Like like Nick says, I like to focus on on culture, and I really think that the Cardinals have a shot to win this division just because of that, just because of that winning atmosphere. Yo, two teams. That's the second team in this division. We said that needs a closer. Like yo, Greg Holland is still out there too. On the board as a free agent, so if the Cubs want to move, make a move, I think that'd be the move. It would just be a straight up switch. Wade, Wade Davis. Davis, yeah. yeah. Uh, West. Uh, you want to take this one, Nick? I got the Dodgers. I mean, they went to the World Series last year. This team has this core has been kept together the last couple of years, and finally they broke through to make it to the World Series, and they're bringing back a lot of their pieces. So I'm gonna just stick with the Dodgers on the my future Cy Young for this year. Uh, spearhead, spearheading the way. Yeah, I got the Dodgers too. I think that Justin Turner broken wrist though hurts them big time. He's a big middle of the bat type presence. For how long though is he out? Probably a couple months. Oh, well, months is a game changer. Yeah. Shout out to AJ Pollock when he was out a couple months. That ass. That was yeah. a, <laughs> that's a nice bet. That's a inside story. But uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> um, nah, I still I still think they're the class at the division. But I do have the Rockies coming out wild card one. The Rockies have such a young staff that. They need, you know, they need those guys to, in their second year or so, to contribute. They got Kyle Freeland, who's coming in second year. John Gray, who got hurt. That was a big blow, I thought. I thought they might miss the playoffs last year when he hurt. I think he hurt his toe against the Giants. So, he was out. He missed some time. Um, but if he's healthy, he's a solid ace to that staff. Um, Chad Bettis coming back for a full year from cancer. Shout out to Chad Bettis. Um, but, yeah, I, I like what they have. They have Nolan Arenado, Charlie Blackman, two of the best hitters in the game. They have Coors Field. Always helping them out. So, yeah, I think they're really good. They bought back Cargo on a one-year deal, which I think is perfect. Talk about locker room guys. He's the perfect locker room veteran who can still play at a 
you know, a good high level. They got Ian Desmond possibly taking over and left. And don't forget about David Dahl, who I think could be an X Factor come July, August, who was really good two years ago. He came up and like hit 20 home runs out of nowhere, and everyone's like, yo, who's this super hot prospect? But last year couldn't – it's like sat out all last year with a mysterious injury. So we'll see what happens come later in the year, but they definitely have the depth I like around the field to – compete and be a wild card one i think they'll host the game this year instead of going on the road i think they have the ultimate home field advantage of any team in baseball cores yeah yeah it's, they, it's unbelievable their their home and road splits are it's it's insane it's like what do you call them the the superdome of, of baseball yeah yeah, right? yeah sure. but arenado arenado had better road numbers last year i think arenado's just a good hitter yeah he's and he's a he's gonna be a good hitter anyway. he's the best yeah. player in baseball Agreed. like i think so i really think well he, not, maybe not baseball but in, he, in the nl yeah He's I definitely top five. I mean, top in terms five of position world. players. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. I, I, you can't. You got You're gonna have a hard time taking it away from Mike Trout. I actually don't have either of those teams making the playoffs. I think for the Dodgers, uh, too many things went exactly correct last year. You can't expect the same thing from Rich Hill again. Alex Wood, you can't expect that from him again. Um, their bullpen going into Kenley Jansen, not the same. Uh, you already see a, a big injury to. Uh, Justin Turner, mm-hmm. and their lineup isn't deep enough to sustain a kind of injury like that. And when I'm looking at a team that who all right, who has kind of the total package here, I don't see the Rockies having the total pack. I like the Giants. I think the Giants have the pedigree as well. Like I said before, they have the culture, and they put stuff in place to win. Uh, Buster Posey had another great year last year. No one really talked about it, but a- around him now you put Evan Longoria, who is starving to contend. You put Andrew McCutcheon, another guy who everyone kind of wrote him off, and then quietly he became Andrew McCutcheon again last year and had just as good as a year as he did the previous two years. So you put those two guys in the same lineup, and you have a guy that can bat 330 in front of him. That's going to be an offense that could do a lot of damage. On top of that, I know Madison Bumgarner is hurt. I was just going to ask, doesn't that scare you? It doesn't scare me for one reason. It's a bone fracture, right? So if the Giants can stay about 500 without him, when he comes back, they give he's top five pitchers in the league. I don't think that's an argument. And when you, and when you come with the World Series kind of pedigree that he has, when you're in a one-game playoff for a wild card, that puts you over the edge, something that Met fans know all too well from two years ago. On top of that, let's not forget, him and Johnny Cueto at the top of that lineup is a great one-two punch. Uh, Mark Melanson in the back of the bullpen is a good closer. So I think that the Giants have enough to win this division. I think that they're going to come out of nowhere and really win this division and take it from the Dodgers, who, I again, I, I like the Dodgers. I get it. But that's a team that just had too many career years last year for me to be comfortable. That was funny. In a league where everyone's like rebuilding and going young, the Giants did opposite and got Longoria, McCutcheon, and like veterans and said, like, we're going to push for this now. So it I makes mean, sense. It, if you look could, at their roster, could pay off. They have, they have a kind of old roster. Buster Posey's getting up there. Brandon Belt's, who knows what the fuck's going on with how him. Lo- how long is Bumgarner expected to be out? Uh, it's a fracture, so I would say I six to eight. Yeah, I think it's a month and a half. Or two. Yeah, yeah, six, six to eight, eight weeks. That's a lot, though, no? Uh, what is that, like seven, eight starts? Right. It, but at the He's end of the day, at a 30? Or two? If they could stay at 500 until then, or close to 500, the, the return of him. Let's not forget, they don't. They replace him with Johnny Cueto is, is an ace-type pitcher. So they replace him with an ace. Now it's the it's Jeff Samargia and Chris Stratton, and, and that, those guys are going to have to step up. Because I've hated Jeff Samargia for a very long time. <laughs> uh, so 
we'll see what goes on with that. But they're going to probably need to make a move as well. I wouldn't be surprised if they made a move for a pitcher. So, what, what about the D-backs? They were a playoff team last year. No one, we didn't mention them. That's true. No one. That is a deep division. They lost be a fun division to watch. Yeah, now the Padres got Eric Hosmer. They brought in Freddie Galvis as well. So, like, everyone made moves in this division to pretty much get better. Yeah. yeah Except, everyone's well, be better. Yeah. The D-backs lost J.D. Martinez. That's a huge loss. He was, That's a massive loss. Yeah. That's why I didn't even think about putting them in the playoffs. Just no, I'm, him. I'm also worried about Zach Greinke. I'm, I'm worried about his loss of velocity. Now, they have Godley and Rodney Ray. Ro- Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray. Excuse me. Rodney Ray. Uh, Robbie Ray, who took great steps forward last, last year. And maybe if Zach Greinke becomes that third starter, then the Diamondbacks could, could pitch well. But when you have a team that plays in Chase Field, it's called now the Bob. I, I know it as the Bob. That when you when you play in that stadium where it's just a hitter friendly ballpark and the gaps are so big, relying on starting pitching is not always the wave. Uh, so the fact that they lost to JD Martinez is is giant for me. But that's why they got the humidor in there, bro. But that's not that's not gonna close the gaps. You know? But it's gonna keep balls in the ballpark. <sighs> Yeah. In the dry air. How do you like how do you like the move for Souza? Souza. 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 Uh that's, I mean that's all right. I mean they, they they're gonna send Yasmani Tomaz down, they said, so that they soured on him quick. He was, you know, a big deal coming out of Cuba. Um I don't know, I mean it's all right. He's a good ball player for they them. They gave up a lot for him, man. Yeah, he he was he was a killer in triple A, but you know what I'm laughing at? That's a at? lot. I'm looking at their projected starting lineup. They have a shortstop. You ready for his name? Nick Ahmed. Yeah, yeah. Stop. Yeah, Nick Ahmed. That's great. He's been there for a couple years. And now. they have a Jake why is that, Lamb. Why is that so? Yeah, Jake I need Lamb's, to buy his jersey. Jake Lamb's and nice. Then buy the uh, Ahmed. His Jake Lamb his. might be affected most by the humidor. Yeah, he's a straight he's, up power. He was in like two forty, but hitting like thirty five home runs. Yeah. Souza. What's what? What's Ahmed? What's Nick Ahmed? Why is that funny? Our friends, friends. We, have, we, have two friends we have a friend, Nick named and Ahmed. Ahmed. So it's. You know you're nice when you have two first names in your full name. Like Paul he's Jordan. actually all right. I mean, he's he's not that good. Yeah. Nick Ahmed? I don't know. It just stood out. It was pretty cool <laughs> as I'm looking at the projected starting lineup. I was laughing at Salsa. I know you were laughing at Salsa. Salsa was... <laughs> fucker. He's uh, spelled Salsa. It's Sousa, bro. It's Sousa. Whatever. It's spelled Salsa. Steven Sousa Jr. What, like the, the tequila. I think this... Isn't that tequila name Salsa? Maybe that's why I fucked it up. I don't drink tequila. You don't drink tequila, man? It's the wave. I got shit. the Giants and the Rockies also on the wild card, but I'm worried about Bumgarner. I think anytime you're going to be missing your best player, it's uh for a, a portion of the season, it's something to to be worried about. But I think that you know I, I'm big on guys that play on shit teams in any sport, and then they get traded or they sign to a team that has a winning culture. And sure, the Giants had a down year, but you know th- this is a dynasty in in our generation. They won three World Series. And the core is still there. So I'm going to go with the, those two teams. And I just like, God, the Rockies at home, man, is such a different juggernaut. And if they could somehow get a home game in the wild card, I think that's a game changer too. For sure. Mm. So let's just recap who you guys got. Uh, my NL contenders. Can I just say that the Nationals, Mets, Cubs, Cardinals, Brewers, Dodgers, D-backs, Giants, Rockies, and maybe the Phillies all have a shot to make the playoffs. That is an excellent, that is an excellent National League race that's going to be happening this year. But who I got is the Nationals and the Mets out of the East, the Cubs and the Brewers in the Central, and the Giants in the West. Nationals, Dodgers, Cubs, Giants, and Rockies as my wild cards. I got the Nationals, Mets as wild card two, the Cubs, the Dodgers, and the Rockies as wild card one. Nice. 
All right. Uh, so to close this out, we're going to do some predictions of like MVP, Cy Young, shit like that. Uh, so starting with MVP, I just want to get your – let's start with AL. AL MVP. I'm going Machado. Contract year. I love betting on guys that are in contract years to win awards because they want to get paid going forward. Here's, here's my only uh, worry about that. If he has a great year and then gets traded at the deadline and gets traded to an NL team, like JD Martinez, yeah, like JD Martinez, there goes the AL, there goes the MVP race. Hmm. Who you got? <laughs> uh, I got um, Carlos Correa. I think that this is the year that he becomes the super duper star that he can be. I'm gonna go Altuve. Repeat not, performance. Not a bad pick. Uh, an NL. My NL pick is Buster Posey. If the Giants are going to make the playoffs, they need an incredible performance out of their guys, and I think Buster Posey is, is ready to do that. He batted 320 last year with no one around him in the lineup. He should see more fastballs this year. He should see more people on base in front of him, which should give him a little bit of boost in his power numbers, and it should also boost up his RBI numbers. So I think Buster Posey wins the NL uh, MVP. Also, he, he's won it before, so he's got experience with that. I'm going Arenado. I'm going with Charlie Blackman, who should have got more votes last year. I think he might take it home this year. All right. And uh, Cy Young, AL Cy Young. Young. It's hard to go against Chris Sale. That guy absolutely dominated the league last year. He's been absolutely dominating the league for the last few years. I'm with Chris Sale. I'm going to go with one that's going to be a shock. I'm going with Severino. Okay. Only three ERAs qualifiers since 2002. Have posted 29% strikeout rate, 50% ground ball rate, sub 3-0 ERA for all you guys that have stat boners. Uh, that's Clayton Kershaw twice, Noah Syndergaard, and Luis Severino. Luis. I got uh, Carlos Carrasco. Interesting. Mm, Carlos I like Carrasco. That. Behind Kluber. You know what I'm saying? Yo, Danny Salazar, too. Like He's hurt to start the year again. He He's is, always but, hurt. But if he stays healthy, man, that guy's stuff is ridiculous. That would help them get over this 3-1, 2-0 blown lead shit. Like, they don't have that game 3-4 type starter to, you know, keep things in order when stuff gets out of hand. True that. Uh, and the NL Cy Young? Noah Syndergaard. I don't know if you guys knew this, but the exact stats that Nick just said. Because he yeah, was one Syn- of those Syndergaard people. was on that list yeah, yeah. in 2016. I mean, honestly, the dude is, if he's healthy... He can throw 100 miles per hour regularly. He's one of maybe two people in the entire league that can do that. Uh, his physical parent, uh, his physical just just stature and appearance uh, just is very intimidating to hitters. And his secondary stuff has gotten better and better each year. Uh, I think Noah Syndergaard wins the Cy Young. I think it's not close. I got a uh, Mad Max. Max Scherzer taking it down. I got them winning the East with East, so I think he's going to put up. You know, big numbers. He's facing the Marlins, the Braves, and the and the you know Phillies are a little better, like Tim said, but still three teams I think he can bolster his numbers against. I'm going Kershaw. Mm. When all else fails, go with Kershaw. Uh, rookie of the year in the AL, Yon Mankata, the number one prospect that they got back in the Chris Sale trade the, from the from the Red Sox to the White Sox. Uh, he's gonna come up and play second base. Uh, Everything about him screams future superstar, and I think it starts this year. And I think that's a big reason why the White Sox are going to have a an excellent chance at this whole thing. I'm going Otani in Ooh. the AL. He's a little, you know, he's a little older, 23, 24. He has pro ball experience in Japan. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. You've never seen something of this like type talent of a, of a hitter and a pitcher. So I don't. I'm 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 behind the hype. He might start off slow, but I got him picking it up throughout the year, and and they'll be. Just outside the playoff race, but he'll keep them afloat. So, Otani. Baby Vlad. 
Mm. Vlad Guerrero, he comes up and he has a, a, a season like what Devers did when he came up. An impact like that, that got to get factored in. So I'm going to go with him. But can he hit the ball from his knees like his dad did? Off the Bounce floor. one out like his pops. <laughs> Crazy. And can he throw people out at home plate from the wall? He probably like got, his pops. got that in his jeans. Yeah. I feel like Vlad Guerrero just retired. He just got in the Hall of Fame this year, but I feel like I just saw him play yesterday. He was a great player. Shout out to Vlad. Back in the day, remember when the Yankees signed Gary Sheffield? Yeah, it was. The rumor had it that they actually wanted Vlad. Yeah. That would have been some and shit. So, and like someone in ownership wanted Chef. Yeah. I read something about that. I was pissed. Uh, and in the NL? Um, Ahmed Rosario. Shortstop, New York Mets. The number two prospect in baseball. I'm I'm not going far here. I'm going the number one and the number two prospects in baseball are going to win workers of years in each league. Rosario, too. I'm going to pick something for the Mets. I'm going Lewis Brinson. He just got traded in the yellow trade to Miami. So I think him and Joey Bohr down there are going to get a chance to put up, you know, big power numbers. Uh, I don't know. I, th- I think he hit 40. Big dude. He's got to put it together average-wise. So he's a power bat and... I don't know. Monster numbers will warrant a rookie of the year. Uh, relief pitcher of the year. Uh. <laughs> How did you just have that like queued oh, up? Man. You know he always got queued up. Do you know why I'm playing this? Say his name, boss. Tommy Canley comes out to this song. Does he? Yeah, yeah he I was does. watching a Yankee That's game and I heard that in the background. I hit up boss because he was there. I was like, Yo, who is this? It's like Tommy Canley. I'm like, this is my guy now. That's it. Reliever of the year. <laughs> Tommy yeah, he Canley. He had a monster year last year. Yeah, but he's going to pitch the seventh inning. Don't matter. <laughs> All right. Reliever of Yo, the year. His K per nine is crazy. We're not, we're not, we're not asking for <laughs> saves. We're saying reliever of the year. It's him. Most, most of the time, the Listen to the gets theme that. song. You'll be on my side. All right. right. All right. Fine. Uh, gloriously, Craig Kimbrell. I'm going to go uh, Roberto Ozuna. Nice. Uh, and then let's go to NL. Uh, Corey Knable is yeah. the... What? I have Corey Knable. Yeah, he really established himself as a dominant closer last year with the Brewers, and I think he's going to continue that. Same. I actually had only one guy. I thought it was for for one uh, league. So. <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs> Hold uh, on. So, Kimbrel Knable. Say that ten times fast. Kimbrel Knable. Kimbrel Knable. No, I can't do it. Wow. Say it. Go, go, go. No, it sounded like you were Do it. Kimbo Knebo. Yeah, right? I was going to say you're struggling. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, remember that time in Connecticut? <laughs> when, I, when I got sick and you're like, yo, it sounds like someone's just drowning. Yeah, this kid threw yeah. up and he was like... <laughs> <laughs> I, was like <laughs> I was like, is someone in the fucking lake oh, right yeah, now? Oh, yeah, we in the tent. <laughs> it, it sounded like bubbles. It was weird. He was like, no, I'm good. I got sick. <laughs> By the way, that's uh, a shady, like a pet peeve of mine. People are like, oh, I got sick. It's like, are you sick or did you... If you threw up, you threw up. You didn't get sick. You know what I mean? No, well, I was drinking and I what drank What are you talking much. about, man? Like, when you throw up, you say, I threw up. You don't say, I got sick. I why never not? understood why people were embarrassed. Of throwing up? Yeah, I threw up. I throw up all the time when I drink sometimes. <laughs> when Nick throws up, it's a, it's a thing. <laughs> yeah, who cares? The beast. Live and learn. <laughs> don't mix. Uh, the last thing we have is World Series winners. Nah, bold prediction. Cause I gotta, bold prediction, I gotta too. I got a good one. Judge and Stanton, 108 home runs combined. <laughs> The over is 99 and a half plus 250 for all you degenerates out there. One is shaking his head at the moment. Uh, I'm <laughs> going with the over. Bombs away. Crazy. Uh, my bold prediction is that this time next year, the White Sox will be on people's radar as a team that has a legitimate shot to challenge for a World Series title. My bold prediction this year is the Indians not making it in. I think they're going to They see what the White Sox are doing in terms of like guarding. Who's not making it in? 
the Indians. Oh, okay. In terms of picking up prospects and, and you know retooling, they saw what the Yankees did pretty much overnight. The Indians could do that too. I think if they're if they're out of it, I have them being out of it. They're going to sell off Michael Brantley and Andrew Miller. They know what they can get for Andrew Miller because they gave up, you know, Clint Frazier and Ben Heller and a couple other prospects to get him. So I think they sell off. They still have a nice young core in Lindor, Jose Ramirez, uh, Brad Zimmer in the outfield. They still have young pieces to build around. Corey Kluber will be still be there, Carrasco. So they're going to sell off those two guys and, and retool and be back next year. And do you guys have World Series winners? I got Astros over Nats. Yankees over the Giants. Damn, Giants. I know. Whoa. I picked the Yankees, too. I don't know what's going on with me. Yeah, you were talking about the Phillies before and the Nationals. Like, you know, I, I don't I, know who you are anymore. I'm, not gonna t- I'm, not, I'm trying Tim, to. Tim I'm is trying, trying to mush them. That's, yeah, that's no, what you're trying to try I'm trying to, to I'm trying to get my mindset to, like, <laughs> no bias whatsoever. You, you still have, have mad lo- Mets you, for, like, everything. <laughs> and you have a lot of work to do across the board. What, yo, just because I think the Mets are going to be good? No, nah, just in general, all your sports takes when you're talking about your favorite team. You think that the Knicks are the most ideal situation for LeBron, too. When, what, who was who a better ideal situation when Porzingis was healthy? Houston. Houston? The Sixers. The Sixers, maybe. Not Houston. Anyway, who you got? I got the Astros and the Rockies. And I'm going to go with whoever has home field. So stay tuned. <laughs> all right. Well, there you go. That's the 2018 MLB preview show. Tim. Let's get it all on Thursday, baby. Where can they find you, Tim? At Tim Petrop on all social media outlets, but only if you're feeling really, really, real frisky. If you're listening to this and you're a baseball fan, you're playing fantasy baseball, also don't forget to check out the, the Brodo Fantasy podcast at Brodo Fantasy on Twitter. Uh, all your baseball needs from two guys that fucking win championships, Michael and Jason. Uh, Nick? LamVM10 on all social media outlets. At Endovito27 on Twitter and the gram. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Joe Santagato and go follow the show at Veterans Minimum and our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Veterans Minimum. And this is being recorded. We have all the segments that go up onto the YouTube channel. So check that out, youtube.com slash Veterans Minimum. And that is all. We'll see you next time. Peace. Let's do it again. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.